Praise be to God, everybody. Um, welcome to today's devotion. Um, as believers, we are called to pray continually. Uh, we are called to pray for each other, for spiritual leaders, for government, and even for our enemies. But as you pray, did you know that Jesus is also praying for you? The Bible says he always lives to make intercession for us, according to Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25. And this is the topic for today's devotion, Jesus intercedes for us. It's a great source of hope and encouragement to me, and hopefully to you, to know that um, our Savior is continually interceding for us. Keep in mind that whenever Jesus prays for anything, it is in the will of God, and therefore it is answered. It is done. Our part as believers is to believe and to receive. Just before he was crucified, Jesus got down on his knees to pray for his disciples. I'm amazed at what he prayed for, and there is not enough time to study his prayer in detail, but we can still learn much from looking at a few highlights. What was Jesus praying for on our behalf? Let's turn to John chapter 17 and we'll find out. One of the things that he prayed for, um, according to verse 11, it says, We may be kept in his name. We may be kept in his name. Names are important. They are our identity. They also reveal where we come from as well as who our family is. God is committed to keeping us in his name. He's committed to helping us identify with him as his people at all times. When we are kept by God in his name, we are sheltered by him. We are guarded by him as his family. King David in Psalm 121 recognized the Lord as his keeper, as his shelter. And he was therefore confident that he was protected from extreme and difficult situations by God. This is why he said, the Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade on my right hand. The sun shall not strike me by day, and nor the moon by night. Friends, Jesus prayed that we may be kept in his name. God, therefore, is committed to shielding and protecting us because we bear his name. Hallelujah. Another thing that Jesus prayed for um, is that we may have joy. That we may have joy. This is John chapter 17 verse 13. Joy is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. In last week's devotion titled The Joy of Faith by Patrick, he shared on how the early Christians were able to rejoice continually, even in the midst of persecution. Imagine living during that time. Every day, you would hear reports of how a brother or a sister in the Lord has been captured and thrown in jail. You would hear reports of their torture and sometimes their death. It was a very difficult time for believers. How did they hold on to their fruit of joy? Patrick identified two reasons in last week's devotion for joy. It was because of who they believed in as well as what they believed. They rejoiced always because the presence of God was very real to them. And they rejoiced always because they believed in the promises of God for this life as well as the next. And this gave them hope. Jesus prays for every one of us to be filled with this supernatural joy. In this way, we too can rejoice always. Hallelujah. Another thing that Jesus prays for us is that we may be protected from the evil one and from evil. 
In praying for us in this way, Jesus acknowledged that we have a real enemy who is actively at work against us. His prayer for us was that we would be protected from this enemy and from his work. God assures us through his word that he will keep us from all evil in all our going outs and our coming ins, as um, it says in Psalms 121 verse 7 and 8. Not only this, but guess what? Jesus gave us authority and power over all the power that the enemy has and he promised that nothing would harm us, according to Luke chapter 19, verse 10. We can resist the devil and he will flee. We can trample over the enemy and his works and ultimately crush him, according to Romans chapter 16, verse 20. We can do all this because of who we are in Christ and because Jesus continually prays uh, for us that we may be protected from the evil one and from his works. Amen. Another thing that Jesus prayed, prayed for is that we may be sanctified. Jesus prayed for us that we may be sanctified. This is in John chapter uh, 17, verse 17. To be sanctified means to be set apart for God's use. We are to be like the vessels that were kept in the tabernacle and were specifically dedicated to God for his use only. Even though we are already sanctified by the finished work that Jesus did on the cross, we also have to submit daily to sanctification in our souls and in our bodies. We have to refrain from evil works and do the works of God. Paul explains this to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21. It says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself, himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, and ready for every good work. Jesus prays for our sanctification that we may be used for honorable works. This enables us to co-labor with him, to participate with him in building the kingdom of God. It is an amazing privilege that we can rejoice in. Something else that Jesus prays for is that we may be one. That we may be one. This is in John chapter 17 verse 21. Jesus prays that we, the body of believers, will remain one, united with one another, and united with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is a tremendous thing because it means we are never alone in our walk on earth and beyond. God will never leave us, and he will never forsake us, according to Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Plus, we are surrounded by a great crowd of witnesses uh, who help to encourage us, according to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. In summary, friends, on this Sunday, I would like to emphasize that Jesus is interceding for us. He's continually praying for us. So whatever season you may be going through in your life, you can rejoice and have peace because you know that his words and his prayers are never in vain. Amen and amen. You are blessed. <music>